calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey everybody, welcome along to the IGN UK podcast, now in its 400th year! Hooray! Hey! Maybe not quite 400 We're all years, long but, dead. Uh, yeah, yes, if you're listening to this on a distant planet, we died many years ago. <laughs> Keza McDonald is here. Hello. Luke Kamali is here. Hello. And a welcome return to Alex Simmons, who's also here. What's up, everybody? Very lovely. What's up, everybody? Uh, that's enough now, and I'm Stuart Reed, of course. Uh, on today's show, lots of stuff, but as always, let's... Begin with what's been happening in the world of nudes. Nudes. Deuce, de, 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 deuce, 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 deuce. Beautiful. Beautiful, thanks. I like that. It's enjoyable. Mm. This is the best podcast since the two Lost podcasts. <laughs> they were very good podcasts. So, it's already going first, well. piece news. first piece of news. Xbox One needs mandatory day one update, correct? Yes, it can't do anything at all until you sit it down and connect it to the internet and have it a look at it. It can do one thing. What's that? It can be heavy. <laughs> lovely doorstop. Yeah, lovely, lovely doorstop. shiny doorstop. It's not really going to be an optional thing. Microsoft has confirmed that much like the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One won't be able to do anything until mandatory day at one update is installed. So technically, if you buy one, you're buying a useless brick. But yeah. that's the until same as Vita, home. right? I it's remember. the same as any modern thing. I don't I, know why I this picked, is. A... Well, that's well, not, not true. Not true, is it? I bought a bread maker. I didn't have to update that. I just hey. Are you sure it didn't need firmware update? Just had to put some flour in. Didn't need any patch notes. To be fair, I did have to put water in as well. There you Buy, go. iPhone. Don't need updates on that. That works. Yeah. Vita did, though, which I think is pointless. Especially... You know, I didn't play my Vita for months because of that. I just wasn't in a place with internet. But isn't that rubbish? You get a handheld machine, you go and buy a game. I remember being so excited going, get in on the train. <laughs> Firmware update needed. It's like, brilliant. I don't have uh, Wi-Fi on this train. Yeah. What a waste Ridiculous. of time. So yeah, it, launched, it launched with an outdated um, operating system, which is why it needs to do it, apparently. But surely it'll only be like the first batch that's released to shops that'll need this firmware update, isn't yeah, it? Hope... After that, they, they'll just surely they'll have patched the next lot that hit the shops, no? Well, or, probably need updated to the next bother. bit then. Well, yeah, well, then it'll be the next one that needs updated. I suppose the only thing that's frustrating there is if you go home with a game on a disc and you can't play it. Yeah, because you, it... you can't even play retail. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it not have the firmware on the disc? No, 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 no is not on the disc. You have, and a lot of people are kind of being very gur because if you remember when it was 
had to be always online. People were getting annoyed about that because, um, you know, people on military subs and things like yeah. that couldn't get any yeah. connection. The point being... How are they going to get an Xbox One delivered to their military subs? Well, the point being, you can't... You've got to get it... Drop shipping. You, Maybe. <laughs> it happens. And they so, must have Wi-Fi on a military sub. Apparently not. So anyway, the, well, under the ocean, I don't know how it works. But basically, I'm the point they make... a very <laughs> small percentage yeah, of Xbox's <laughs> audience. But that was... That cannot get it. It's very, it's very, very important to people in the military, though. Yeah, the people in the military it's, do... It's are, pretty much the only entertainment. They read a really cool piece by guy who worked for giant bomb who got deployed to afghanistan yeah right and his um he was talking about like games were the only thing there was nothing to do they were either fighting yeah. which was very rare that was like 50 or playing of call time. of duty or playing call of duty or skyrim it's kind of training he got, different. he got his whole platoon nice into game. skyrim which i thought was cool he did what he got his whole platoon into skyrim which right. i thought was cool but yeah i mean there is a significant contingent especially the american military yeah, yeah. so that's oh, ordered that. an xbox so the point so, they're making is know, they said it wasn't be always online and now some people have been like oh well it does need an internet connection to be used for anything we've had a little bit of feedback um, it's a one download yeah it's yeah it's, day it's, one download. it, it, it needs, needs to be connected so it, yeah exactly time. it needs internet but it doesn't need internet all the time so sensationalist luke oh, i know it's almost like it's <laughs> got a bit of feedback from joshua pickett smith who's really lapped up the sensationalism how has the xbox one got away with not working he asks i want to get your opinions on the fact that the xbox one seems to have got away with the fact that launch at launch it won't work without an update i can't think of any other consumer electronics manufacturer tv mobile phone laptops that could launch such a premium product that doesn't work see this isn't the interesting it's quite common actually here's the thing right so microsoft have made this console the xbox one and they've put it all together and they've put it all in the boxes and they've sellotaped the boxes up and they've got it ready to go and it's like somebody said yeah okay Oh shit! <laughs> shit! 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 We forgot to do the thing that we were supposed to do before we put it in the box and before we gave it all. Out. Oh my god! What are we gonna do? Yeah. Well, this is the patch. That How big? What is the? Do we? Does anybody know what this patch is for? This is the one that takes it back to make it, it work. Yeah. It ta- <laughs> apart from that, I don't know. This is the one that undoes exactly all of the um all of the kind of stuff that they had originally. So the DRM, the always online stuff. This is the patch that takes all that away. Right. Mm, um, they've actually said that's not the case. It's oh, really? Just, yeah. They, they they basically they haven't finished the operating system before they had to go to manufacture. That's brilliant. But do, do you remember the days when? Electronics had the same piece of firmware for their entire life. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe like, you had yeah. to update My bloody it once. TV needs to be updated. It's like, why? All I want to do is watch TV. I'm not changing what I'm doing. I just want to watch TV on you. <laughs> no, can't do that. Yeah. You want to watch smart TV? Well, we need to, to, we need have to, to update this, I'm yeah, afraid. We need yeah. to update all those fitness apps that come with your new yeah. smart TV yeah. that you yeah. always yeah. use. So, at the opposite end of the scale, I got a uh, Kindle Paperwhite, oh, and I that's that. completely personalised to me. My Amazon yeah. account is already, yeah. obviously, because they want me to go on and buy books straight away but th- I thought that was amazing I got clever. a new paperweight I pre-ordered yeah. that paperweight yeah. it is one of my favourite things I've mm. ever had it is, it's the only piece of electronics I've ever bought that I've been consistently 100% delighted with it's my yeah. Kindle. Yeah. all I my agree. Kindles but like especially you, yeah. this one like you open it up and it's like it says hello Luke you know here, just are your your, here are your books we're singing your account we think you might like this kind of stuff so you actually have preloaded every Paperwhite they send out. It's, it's incredible. I plugged it in. Clever. I plugged Is it in. Is that because they're sending them out at a loss, though? Are they sending these things at a loss in the hope that you'll buy books from them? I don't think so, because the original Kindle... The original quid, Kindle. It? Well, it's... it's Well, my, mine was 119 quid, I think. No, but okay. the original Kindle the original was, was 70 quid. The original Kindle was 70 quid. is 110. Yeah, the, mm. the original Kindle was super cheap. But then it is only e-ink, really. Yeah. 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 I think they'd probably, when the Kindle originally launched, they must have been selling it at a loss, and now they're probably at the point where it's established enough that they can 
know, I imagine distribution of the books though must be so cheap for them. Like, yeah. right? You're just sending such a small. You're just sending yeah, a really tiny file. file. Yeah. yeah. This is the thing. Uh, Ian, when I was chatting to Ian Rankin the other week, he 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 said yeah. that. Yeah. He's absolutely right, and the big publishers have got to get behind the kind of e-reader revolution. You buy a fucking book, and you should automatically have access to the to the downloadable version of yeah. that book. Yeah. You See, shouldn't have to buy it twice. Vinyls now figured this out. Like my mm. my partner's big into his vinyl, so we have about four thousand records in the house. But any new record that you buy comes with a download code for the, the album, yeah. so you yeah. can have it on your iPod. But it's so annoying to yeah. me because I I love physical books. You know. I still, if I really like a book, I end up buying it on my Kindle, reading it, and then buying it again, which is ridiculous. Like well, I should be able stupid. to. I know, but I just well, like having it on my shelf. Because I resisted buying a Kindle to begin with. Because I remember reading an article um, in the paper about saying how uh, like authors were getting screwed over by yeah. them because they hadn't figured out author rights, shares of kind of you know profit shares and things. So if you bought a book on Kindle originally or on an e-reader, um, other e-readers are available. Then you were um, you <laughs> were rush. kind of yeah, pretty yeah. much. But you were getting you were getting <laughs> you were fucking over the authors. So um. That's why I resisted, but then I just thought, "Fuck authors, yay convenience." No, nice. I think that's where we are today. I don't yeah. think that's the case anymore. Surely. Amazing. Anyway, no. the Xbox One, you're going to need to update it on the internet. Yes. Good yes. luck with that. So exciting news! If you're a, a Batman fan, or if you're a Superman fan, because Zack Snyder's got his grubby little hands on the franchise. He's opened his enormous cake hole to talk about the forthcoming <laughs> film at uh, an event that Yahoo did uh, for the Homens release of Man of Steel, which I saw the other day and I didn't enjoy. Have you um, only just got around to seeing it? Only just got around to seeing it. And um, I don't know, my expectation was pretty low. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it even met that. Wow. I, I honestly, I think it's the, his style of films, the, the, his style of cinematography, I just don't like. Mm. Yeah. And of course, a lot of it is CG. But yeah. it looks so horribly CG and, and just nasty. Um, well, he, he kind of puts the Zack Snyder Instagram filter on I was going to say, it's very it? grainy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and I just didn't think there was a lot to the film either. I agree I with thought. you. I saw but, an IMAX and I was bored. Yeah. Like, wow. It just, there's too much distraction. It doesn't go anywhere, right? You've seen it after 10 minutes and then you have yeah. to sit through another two and a half hours of it. So mm. anyway, he uh, was talking about uh, Batman versus Superman. And so his quote is, the idea is for, uh, for to be able to play with the relationship between Batman and Superman. So are they going to be, are they going to fight or are they going to become friends? Fight or oh, fuck. Ooh, exactly. Ooh. <laughs> Do you know what? If it ends in that, question. that would really widen its demographic. Yeah. That's not the only thing that would be widened. It's just going at it. Fisting each yeah, other. That would, be wow. <laughs> that would be amazing. That is great. Um, uh, so obviously Henry Cavill I mean, Batman's Cable got a lot of gadgets. I'm sure he has gadgets with Maybe he does. Those Tools, applications. as it were. The bat deal, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Unfortunate shape no, for the no function wings. that needs. The wings wouldn't, anyway. But, yeah. um, so I, yeah, I'm, I am absolutely far more concerned now about not uh, Ben Affleck being Batman, but Zack Schneider. Yeah, uh, direct Zack Schneider. Anyway, they also uh, released two pieces of concept art, which you can oh, see yes. here. So you've got yeah. Batman versus Superman. And look, oh, it's kind of, kind of making a little bit of a love heart. Mm. Ooh, that's But they're seductive. looking angrily at each other, so angry love. This is love. just classic, classic hate And fuck. then this picture here looks like Batman's trying to give him a bit of a cuddle, but it's not really going very well. That's, very this odd is some piece very of art. homoerotic did, artwork Did Zack right Snyder actually draw these? He's <laughs> 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 at home with his crayons. Yeah, yeah they look like they were drawn by a fucking child. It's not the kind of thing that you want to see and go... Cannot wait for that film. <laughs> so pretty much. I look at that and think, I can do better than that. That is, you know, so. the kind of thing you would see on DeviantArt slash fic. It I'm is. Just, it's uh, like Superman is really bad. How like, many? Really bad. I'm just wondering how many ways he can fuck this up. 
Oh, I just count the ways. Uh, yeah. Or is there any way he can actually make a decent fist of this? If you pardon the pun. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's I, doubts all round. Man of Steel. I, I just think. Well, I for one, I'm more interested in this film. film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that speaks volumes. Yeah. <laughs> You're not interested. No, no, I for one, I'm more interested in this film. Oh, if you are. If okay. there's Batman and Superman cuddling, I'm definitely into that. That'd be great. Talking yeah. about people that cuddle, uh, Mass Effect. <laughs> there's what? probably sex in there. There is there sex is. in there. That was not. Brilliant. That was seamless. Well yeah, done. Thanks. Shameless. Uh, shamelessly like, yeah. seamless. Um, okay. So yeah, Bioware has teased new Mass Effect. Um, Images, basically. So Tease the images well, or shown them? They've shown the images teasing the next Mass Effect game, which is not Mass Effect 4. You cannot call it that. It's bad to do so. What can you call it then? Next Mass Effect. Mass Effect Barry. Mass or Mass Effect, Effect Next. Enemy. Yeah. Enemy. There you go. I'm hey. sure there's no problems with that. <laughs> um, so they basically, they've released three images. Um, one was three. a new vehicle. Three images. One of a new vehicle being designed. One mm. of a new type of enemy. Um, and then one of the game being played, possibly on a PC, with an Xbox 360 controller. Oh, video games. You can imagine how exciting that all sounds, right? I really like Mass Effect. I'm a big fan of Mass Effect. Yeah. The images tell me fuck all. Like, give me give me a preview. Give me a trailer. You know, a sexy, of, sexy trailer. I kind of hate when they do this. this Why this are you teasing? pre-teasing? Like Just show me something or don't. Well, oh, like they are showing that. you something. They're showing you these images. But it's a new enemy and a new weapon and a new vehicle. What's wrong with that? <laughs> What's wrong with that? What do you expect? You want jam on it? Yes. What's wrong with you people? I do want jam They've got to start somewhere. You want them to spunk their load away immediately on no, this, no, do you? No, no, you no. See everything like, that's no, 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 completely, Stuart. I disagree. This is what they're doing. They're spunking their load now. Or they're pre... There's pre-cum <laughs> everywhere. There's pre-cum <laughs> on the internet and I don't want to see it. I want the final... <laughs> now I don't believe that. I want the final... I want the final delivery is my point because this is just it's just hours and years money of shot. pre-cum and no money shots money, that's money, what we're facing these days shot. and it needs so to stop only interested in money shots I need, yeah. we need more money shots and actual, fewer pre-cum shots only for there you go that's, that's my Heavens view of the world Murgatroyd. but they've done, they've done this thing as well with, with Dark Souls 2 where they've basically been like look pre-order bonuses you can have five little steel art cards and you can have this sound track and you can have this you get a phone case but, and a phone case and it's like who the fuck wants any of that stupid shit mm. nobody wants I'm a huge Dark Souls fan I have a lot of stuff at home nice stuff nice, yeah. nice Dark Souls stuff I do not want a pathetic little steel card with someone's signature engraved on the back I don't want it do you don't want? but I mean how old are you now Kez 25 yeah I've there you go you see you've grown out of it, you've grown out year, of it. you would have been all over that <laughs> yeah. all over you've jaded Kez I've now exited the 18 to 24 demographic but yeah. what, what yeah. do oh, you shit. want from your pre-order then I want a really nice figurine yes um, I want a book an of some book. variety, any kind of not not but any kind of book. So boring, really. It's Sometimes so, they're nice. Some, you know, the yeah. Dark Souls one that I imported from Japan. The, the art book is, is stunning because yeah, that's it has because it art. cost a lot of money and it was bought separately. That is true. Yeah. It's not going to be the piece of tap. I got in my game. in my Tomb Raider special edition. I got a really really nice um, Square Enix Play Arts Lara figure. It's worth seventy quid. That's quite nice. You know, it's really it's yeah. a nice figure. It's How a thing I can have it? in my house. I, I think I, I think it was a hundred pounds. I mean, I like I like theme controllers as well. I've got a lot of time for theme controllers. Theme controllers. I like um, any kind of in-game, <laughs> wow. meaningful, insight. meaningful in-game I got, content. I like theme, theme, I like theme controllers. controllers. <laughs> like what do you want from a pre-order, Alex? I, yeah, but I this is the game. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to come How about having the game without having to have a massive day one patch? There you go. There you go. The GTA one. I was just going to say, Alex, all this kind of gaming tech you get these figures and all this kind of stuff have you ever been into it 
Because I mean, you're a, you're a grown man now. I, I am. Know. Yes. You've got a family and everything. Yeah, so I've got a few bits and pieces. Like I've still got like Batman toys, but I only like good quality stuff. Most stuff yeah. that you get with games is not good quality. It's the good. The quality no. is the important bit. Like yeah. I've yeah. chucked out most of my figurine toy stuff re- or sold it recently because it's just not nice enough. I've now got a kind of good. Unfortunately, mm. the nice stuff costs a fortune. I have two Zelda figurines that cost me over hundred quid each. Right, Shit, but they're it, really nice. But that's the litmus test. If if I feel like it doesn't look like a cheap cheap piece of tat and I'm happy to display it at home then yeah. that's the limit mistake. it's a difficult yeah. very few bits of yeah. that it's tricky isn't it because if you're if you're a big movie fan there's like original movie memorabilia and posters and stuff like that but with something that is just primarily in the digital domain like games are yeah. it's really difficult to get some nice stuff that shows how much of a fan you are yeah and here's another thing with, but, the, with the posters posters irritate me I have, I have a yeah. lot of game art in oh, my really? house and most of the posters that you get for games are rubbish they've got a big ESRB logo on them they've it's got the, a huge title it's mm. the box art and you yeah. think do Why would you clever? Want and there's, I've got a couple of really nice bits of game art that I got that are basically original. They're not from the publisher, from the and it's it's like yeah. you know Dark Souls especially. There's so much great art in that, and instead what you have is a picture of a man holding a sword with Dark Souls written on it because yeah. that's what's on the box because that's what's going to yeah. sell it. Apparently, but it's, it's, yeah. it's marketing people, not art. Yeah, it's, it's like sad. Um, you know, friend of the show, Ollie Moss. That's why I like his work. Yeah, like, yeah. If, really if you got nice. an Ollie Moss original print with the next Zelda game, lap it up. Yeah, be mm. all over it. There you go, Ollie. Any chance you could do that? Thanks, mate. Or decorating the office. Why, why would he do that when he can sell them separately and make a shit ton more cash? <laughs> it's good. Good Does point. Does he have well to give made. any of that money to Nintendo for drawing no Pokemon idea. and stuff? Because Nintendo know. are really protective over that stuff. You'd assume I, from licensing. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Well, let's ask him, Ollie. If you're listening, let us know. Tell us things. Yes. Yep. Uh, so good news then. Some of the launch titles for the Xbox One that you can download. Ha- the sizes of these here games have been announced. Yeah. So the installs of the games. Yeah. Yeah. So rather than what they'll be if you download digitally, correct? That's correct. Yes. Now remember that the Xbox One comes with a 500 gig hard drive. Yeah, but some mm. of that's taken up by the OS. Quite a lot of it's taken up by the OS. Yes. Oh dear. It's a fifth on PlayStation Four. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So then let's have a look at a couple of these Call of Duty Ghosts you're looking at 39 gigs there my friend oh, what just to install it not even as a download that's it 39 gigs that's alright what mm-hmm. I think that's quite that's quite it's sizable. the next generation man you've 13, got the next generation what am I going to do with Call of Duty 12 how so, am I going to install I'm that? pretty sure Call of Duty uh, it's 49 gigs on um, Playstation 4 <gasps> what would be in 1080p and all that Oh, burn. oh, I did it. Brought it in. Brought it yeah, back. Yeah, you had to do it, didn't you? Uh, Forza, 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 Forza Motorsport, Forza Motorsport Five. Thirty-one of your gigabytes. Yes. Oh, well, let's you know, quick what? running running total of these then. Uh, Rise, Son of Rome. That's going to set you back thirty-four gig. I mean, uh, we're talking about. Hang you on know, a minute. So well, that means that you've got up. three games as 100 gig, basically. Yeah. So that means you've got, what, 12 games? You can install 12 games. You've also got save yeah. files, Console. bear in mind, that aren't yeah. including this Plus and stuff your, like that. all your streaming all video. Other, all the other shit you're going to download DLC, as well. DLC, yeah. you want to uh, capture video footage. Yeah. It's going to have to go somewhere. Yeah. Oh. But it's okay, though, because you can do stuff like download Xbox Fitness, which is 246 meg. Okay. That's all so right. So that's all right. What's Zoo Tycoon? Do you want to know what Zoo Tycoon I is? I do, actually. That comes in at a whopping 2.6 gig. I'm right. telling you now, game of the generation. And people are laughing at me in the office, what, but the it's next amazing. Generation? Yes, 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 Kaz <laughs> McDonald wow. with your glasses and blonde hair. It is, it is but amazing. Here's, here's the thing, right? Zoo Tycoon, 2.6 gig. Zumba World Party, 24 gig. Fuck oh off. <laughs> 
Fuck right up. 24 <laughs> gigabytes. What? Like, space wouldn't it, wouldn't is... it be really funny if the best two launch games on PS4 and Xbox One were Zoo Tycoon and Flower? I don't know why you're saying it would it be really funny. Zoo Tycoon is really good. In which case, Zoo Tycoon and Flower are the next generation. Because mm. <laughs> according to our reviews, Flower is the best uh, PS4 launch game. Really? What it's, do we give it? 9.5. Shit. It's bizarre, this as well. I'm just looking at some of these things. FIFA 14, 8 gig. Mm-hmm. NBA 2K14. 43 gig. Bloody hell. Why? I don't know if it's something to do with maybe how they're all juggling the process. To be fair, basketball players are much taller. This is it. So that's probably why, isn't it? They're not as tall as a giraffe. No, that's a good point. Yeah. So the, but maybe they send those in with their giraffes with their heads all curled up like that and the next one curled down. So now yeah. I think I'm right in saying that the Xbox One isn't going to support external hard drives at, at launch, launch no. but it is down the line. Yeah, so, so you, you have to plug it back into the net, into the internet. There you, go. That, yeah. you can stick in apparently USB sticks. So if you can find a massive USB stick, you might be able to stick some install data. Will it install games to that USB stick though? I don't think Doubtful, it will, you know. probably. So, but... The answer to this is basically you download, you download, you play, you delete. Fuck me. And oh, rinse and repeat bullshit. until bored, <laughs> I think. It's pretty much you it. You know, I got annoyed with that on my PS3, and then I solved it by just buying a big hard drive for my PS3. Yeah. yeah. But you can't do that with these guys, can you? You can't no. replace you, it ever. You have to stick it in. Eh? Pant- eh? Yeah. Eh, lads? Sna- pants down. You can what? replace it, but you have to, have to go inside. Mm. Yeah. Can you replace it? Yes. Like it won't void your warranty? Because on PS3 it was quite easy to replace. I don't know. There's something fun. The PS4 one, I don't think you can. You can. Can you? You can You can put a bigger hard drive in it, mm. but it has to be an internal hard drive, not an external hard uh, drive. Oh, okay. Drive. There you go. Okay. Cool. Read IGN. You learn things. More, more Xbox no- news. Let's uh, yeah. Let's let's kick the Xbox while it's down then. Yeah. Yes. Why not? So Albert Pinello, who has probably the most boring job title in the world of senior director of Xbox project management and planning. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, exciting. The man. only good word in that is Xbox. Yeah. The only yeah. good word in that is Albert senior. <laughs> Uh, so he's been saying that uh, Xbox have been having 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 problems with backwards compatibility through the cloud. So um, uh, a company meeting a while ago, they were showing off uh, Halo and uh, and talking about how the cloud is going to be used to power backwards compatibility. And he was like. <laughs> the world of things I wish they had not shown at the company meeting because I knew it would be out about it later. Put that at the top of my list. That's how he talks. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> the crazy fool. <ball. laughs> yeah. so, so, so basically what he's saying yeah. is, and it's really obvious, if you've got a good connection, that idea is brilliant, a good internet connection. If mm. you've got a bad internet connection, that idea is not very good. Right. That's the long and short of what he's saying. So... We're already experiencing problems where people are bitching that they've got to do down uh, day one downloads for firmware, etc. Mm. So, you know, I, I just think I think it's quite a, a nice solution. I would actually rather have streaming or digital downloads for legacy content. Yeah further down the line than have to go through all of my old shit games that I've already got. And I know I might be in the minority here, but I just can't. I'm not very good at holding on to stuff. My brother came for a visit last week Mm. and we spent about three nights playing N64 games. Yeah. And the games were on my shelf. Yeah. I got them down off my shelf. I picked up my N64. I plugged it in. I had to find a TV with a SCART input. That was the one problem that I had. Yeah. And then after that, it was just game in console, press button, go. But, and it was so, brilliant. And yeah. I was like, I'm so pleased I've still got these. So what, what would I, I done? would much rather do. So obviously PlayStation looking to do the same thing with Gaikai. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yes. in a year's time or whenever it is, 
you load up your PlayStation mm. 4, you go in there, you pay a Netflix-style subscription, and you get access to every single yeah, yeah. PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation That's 3. That's what game. we want. That yeah. is how it should be. Unfortunately, the halfway house that we've got right now is the... I mean, especially with Nintendo's virtual console, because I thought, you know, if I didn't have these N64 games physically here, yeah. I would have to go and I would have to look on the virtual console. And there aren't any good games on the Wii U one, by the way. Yeah. The Wii has a great selection, but the Wii U virtual console, for some reason, is rubbish. And I was like, really? God, yeah, it's, it's, they've got maybe maybe a 20th of the games and they've got no N64 games of note. So, um, and you can pay like 99p or one pound per ago to port over your Wii ones to your Wii U. All of this is is bullshit, basically. It's boring and it's like, well, God, I mean, it's so much easier to just have an old game at the moment. Yeah. So it's some beautiful future in which you don't have to, but then you also don't have to jump through these stupid hoops and pay money, et cetera, et cetera to have a subscription service or whatever. That would be great, but I just don't know if it can happen. Can it happen? Well, why can't it happen? I don't think people's internet's good enough. Well, this yeah, but it's going to get better. Well, it's getting better. And all also, the time. would you pay a sub for it, or would you have to pay five pence to buy it? All depends how much it is. I'd, if like, a, I'd like a sub. If I've yeah, already got the game, got a Netflix sub, exactly. I've got a so you can, sub. You can I'd be like curious a sub, but if and, and mess around, and, yeah. and and if you don't want it, then you stop playing it and play something else. But yeah. that I, would work in my. If I've already got the game, I don't want to have to sub. I want to be able to just kind of stick it on. That's how it works. But also, the big problem, like, but like, I've bought digital downloads of CDs. Yeah, uh, that I've got because the CD is in my loft. I can't be bothered to go in the loft <laughs> and get it and then rip it, etc. Brilliant. So it's it's about convenience. I suppose you don't have to if you've got the game already. Go and play it on your old console. It's just so much more, isn't well, it? There you, go. you don't have to. But so much more than CDs, I suppose. I mean, the big problem we have is that Sony have said in Europe. Uh, broadband's shit yeah, we so we're not really gonna yeah. so we don't have the infrastructure for Gaikai Gai in Europe as yet so but, but it, that will happen very very quickly do you, do you think so? yeah, yeah. It's the scalability thing, isn't Krupa's it? Krupa's I mean, mum has got a hundred meg line in her house for Christ's sake. more than I, we've got here. Yeah. just like... I've got. This is the weird thing, though, isn't it? In places like where Krupa's mum lives, up north, you seem to be able to get better internet connections than you can in the middle of London. Yeah, my internet yeah. in Scotland was brilliant. They, Perfect. They were replacing... I was looking at upgrading my broadband in London last year, and they did say that there was a massive fibre rollout at the start of this year, which then got you know pushed what? to the middle of this year. It's just there's so many titting been, issues they've, they've everywhere. They've been saying that to me for in Brighton for like more than a year now. Yeah. It's rubbish. One, uh, one quick aside, talking about um, Netflix as we were, have you heard the news that Netflix apparently is responsible for a 10% drop in torrenting in the US. Really? I would believe yeah. that. I, st- I, st- I know studies. several people who've yeah. stopped torrenting, torrenting entirely because of Netflix. Mm, it it removes the need for it. Yeah. Well done, everybody. That's quite exciting. Well Yay! done, no torrenters. We don't... Do you think Spotify is responsible for a huge drop in music I would music think so downloads? too, yeah. Yeah. I just definitely. think that, you know... I, I, I use Spotify a lot now. Yeah. I without, think without giving too much away. <laughs> <laughs> Very diplomatically said. Do you think, do you think teenagers now... Um, you know how we grew up torrenting and limeware and all that. Do you think teenagers I'll now speak are like for yourself? Well, fine, whatever. Do you think teenagers now are like, oh, no, I can't be bothered. I'll just go. I'll just put it on Spotify. Yeah. I'll just put it on YouTube, etc. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube as well. If you've got, if you can be asked to kind of build your own playlist on YouTube, you can kind of make a lot of stuff there. Another, well. another highlight. You, can you? No. Well, mm, no. Another highlight of my brother's visit was <laughs> introducing him to Netflix. He was sitting there on his laptop looking at tvlinks.ru or ever rubbish like streaming things to watch whatever he wanted. And I was Other like, streaming websites are available. Was, <laughs> <laughs> you know those like really dodgy, dodgy ones? Yeah. 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 I trust like, anything that ends in .ru. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's always great. And, he, and I was like, Al, I've got this thing called Netflix. And he's like, what's Netflix? And I'm like, come, sit on the couch. Sit on the couch. I gave him the controller and he just like, he started just vomiting rainbows like all over the place. He was, he he was delighted. Netflix. He's been he living did, in New Zealand for the last two years. He's been living in a fucking cave. 
Yeah, he's been snowboarding in New Zealand for basically two years. So I got to introduce him to I was skeptical of Netflix till I tried it and I was like, oh, it's actually quite yeah. useful and easy. It's amazing. A bit like crystal meth. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, let's move on. Now, have you seen what they're doing down on the far side of the river on the South Bank? You know the OXO building? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is an, an iconic building here in London. Have you seen what they've done to the side of it? No. They have put the uh, PlayStation 4 buttons on the side of it. So instead of going OXO, I think it goes OX squared triangle. Oh, really? that's so cool. And there's a reason they've done that, isn't there, everybody? Vita's is- coming out. Yes. Hey. New Vita firmware update. <laughs> The PlayStation 4 is coming out pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah. It's coming out, in fact, today on in America. in the US. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And what, we have to weeks? wait ages. What? It's not fair. Yeah, I know, but there you go. There you go. But we have got one. We've got ours. Oh, is that okay? We're allowed to yeah. talk about it now. Yeah. Yeah. The embargo has lifted. The embargo. Mm. The embargo. And first impressions, my first impression, going between the game and the operating system and doing all the other stuff, slick as yeah. heck. Really nice. Really smart. Nice, compact little machine. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's pretty. I like, like it. It. I, I like it. I like the fact it it's got a speaker in the controller. I didn't know yeah, that until yeah. I started yeah. playing it. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. that was some I've sort of magic. I've liked that since the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. When you're playing Resogun <laughs> and uh, yeah, it feeds back. It's yeah. really good. It's really mm. great. Love it. And the DualShock 4 is a great controller. Very yes. nice. I still prefer the old it, one, but that's probably because I'll, I'll get used to it. It's, I've got it tiny baby hands. It might be my favourite controller ever. You ever. heard it here first, folks. Do you prefer the old DualShock? DualShock 3? To anything else I've ever played on, yeah. Really? Why? My hands fit it's designed for smaller hands because it's for Japanese people. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, I've got the tiny lady hands and mine. It's not like an Xbox. It's not a fat Xbox. No, no, it's just there's a very, very slight increase in, in the girth of it, lol. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> that, it was going to take a little while to get used to. Yeah. You're not used to thick girth. That's essentially uh, what you're saying, isn't essentially, it? Essentially, yes. Yeah. But everyone was all over the Xbox controller, the controller S, the, the original Xbox thing that became yeah, yeah, the Xbox 360 yeah, yeah, yeah. pad. Yeah. And um, I actually have a, have, I have a bizarre nostalgic fondness for the big bear-sized controller of the, the original big, Xbox. The original controller was, was ridiculous. You could beat someone so to death yeah. with that. It was like so pointy as well. Like. What was the worst controller you've ever played with, do you think? Oof. Oh, gosh. The worst? Dreamcast for me. I remember it used oh, to give me physical again, pain. Any third-party pad. Yeah. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, I had a terrible N64 one that was like three spikes. Yeah. I, d- I, quite, I liked the N64. I don't think I really cared for the GameCube that much. The controller? Yeah, I had, well, again, it was a third-party GameCube controller I had that was just very chunky you and edgy. You only had third-party, you didn't have first-party. I had first-party as well, which was all right. Because it was always that thing, like when you had your mates around, you had one original yeah. one, yeah, 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 and then yeah. one third-party, and it's like, mm, you're going to get the third-party, it's my console. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> With the turbo button. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah the turbo button, what the fuck? You could pre-program like, yeah. combos in it and stuff like that, but it never, ever worked. No, 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 it never worked once, ever. I remember that. The, the, sure. I remember the Dreamcast playing Crazy Taxi on the Dreamcast after a while, just in being in physical pain, because mm. that controller was so horrible, mm. holding down the trigger actually really hurt after yeah, more than yeah. about an hour yeah that that was a bizarre design though wasn't it you know well you can slot this little bit into it yeah. and you can put this onto it and we're gonna actually have the cable coming out the wrong side of it as well yeah yeah Brilliant. i love my dreamcast's games but it, the controller horrible also no dreamcast that any everyone i know who's got a dreamcast they don't work anymore really yeah the i don't know got working ones. no the, the consoles they've stopped working it's really irritating that's a bit upsetting yeah it'll discs. be Early the laser, the lasers, the lasers, <laughs> yes. So what? Come on then. What's what's the best thing about this PS4? If somebody's still vacillating between an Xbox One and a PS4, why should they jump ship and go for the PS4? It's not really the games, unfortunately. There's not no. any games. I mean, the, the the best game for it, I think, is Resogun, the best original yeah. game. I still haven't tried that. Wouldn't yet. spend three hundred and fifty quid. No, on no, the it's ridiculous. It. I mean, what you're buying right now is potential. Yes. 
and you're buying and it's, it's, it's really nice i mean honestly like look at the day one ps3 yeah and look at how that worked and then look at the day one ps4 it already is really lovely to use i look forward to watching netflix on it <laughs> Great. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not buying a next-gen console. I may have mentioned this on the Lost Podcast, I so no, but I'm not buying a next-gen console until next year, no. Mm. I cancelled my pre-order because uh, I was going to buy Watch Dogs. So there's none of the games that I want to play enough mm. to want to spend that money on it before Christmas. Yeah. I'll use my Christmas money on it. Yeah. Also, Titanfall's coming out. Yeah. But, so that's the thing. So you're going to go Xbox purely because of Titanfall? Well, I've, I've got an arrangement. My partner's buying a PlayStation, I'm buying right. an Xbox. See, it's working. tough. I want Titanfall, but I want a PlayStation 4. I want the play, like yeah, if I had same. to pick one, I would pick the PlayStation Four yeah. just because I like Sony's, you know, I like their ethos, attitude. Yeah, really, and, yeah, and Sony's games are always great. And I mean, I guess we're in the fortunate position where we don't really have to pick one because we can play them at work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's what I'll probably do is get a PlayStation. Or ah, oh, God, I don't know. I'm getting a PlayStation, and I'm I'm predicting an Xbox price drop at some stage because I think the PlayStation is going to do better out the gate. That is such a ridiculous thing to say. Like I'm predicting a hardware price drop for something at some stage. Of course, I, it's going to happen. No, but this thing, I can wait. I'm not that keen to play an yeah, Xbox. What happens if it's two years? Then I wait two years, at which stage there'll be brilliant titles on the PlayStation yeah, 1 and I don't true. need an Xbox One. You're not allowed to play the Office Xbox One for two years. Well, <laughs> can I kind of... like? I you d- can just watch. To be honest, it's Zoo Tycoon is the one. Zoo Tycoon, I want to play right now. Wow. I'm not being paid by Microsoft to push these Enough like just weirdly the thing that made me buy quid. an Xbox 360 eventually was Viva Pinata yes not even joking. actually I've had many a happy hour with Viva Pinata they announced Brilliant. a new Viva Pinata between that and Zoo Tycoon boom unfortunately the rare that was is dead now well yeah the Viva Pinata rare is gone there is that so all the uh, a lot of 3D games coming out for these consoles no, because no. Oh, that's the, the point. PS4 won't play 3D Blu-rays. I know that yeah, as well. Yeah, it won't play what? anything 3D yet. Yet at launch, it'll at probably patch. It also won't play MP3 or CDs at launch, but it will be patched in. Okay, mm. that's something just that, what I needed. Well, a lot of people are saying CDs. Who plays a CD on their PlayStation? A lot of people 4? are saying I saw it as a cynical move by Sony to kind of push this music unlimited thing that they have on it. Um, yes. And Yoshida was like, actually, we just didn't know any of you really use CDs Which I think or MP3s anymore. I remember, so, I remember who, loading who, up... When was the last time you played a CD in your games console? I play CDs in my car because it's too difficult to... It's too difficult to put a games console yeah, in It's too difficult to get a <laughs> PlayStation 4 in them. I, yeah. I loaded up my PS3 with about 20 good albums the day that I got it. Like... Mm you know, burned them all in. Yeah. And then I use it. I use those server. 20 albums still sometimes, but I've the, not actually put a separate CD in it. The original Xbox, Dead or Alive, Extreme Beach Volleyball, you could create your own playlist by importing songs from CDs. Boom. I That's played, a feature I, that I game, want. I played that game to System of a Down. Oh, it, yeah. It really I, worked. Exactly. There was a bit of a clash, but I that was, was the something right that I did. Of a down at that Alex time. is looking sad. Look, I just, <laughs> just uh, think well, it's uh, a waste <laughs> of a good console. <laughs> but are they still, you know, are they, are they still positioning it as a media center for your home then? Or are they, you know, no. X- Xbox? Really. Yes. Xbox, yes. PlayStation, you. No. PlayStation's like, we're a games console. Buyers for that. We also do other stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and it will do other stuff further down. But that was like PlayStation 3. All of the, the cool stuff on PlayStation 3 came later. Yeah. So. Does anybody else feel weirdly disappointed now that they're the next gen? Well, not disappointed. I feel flat, but I play my 3DS more than anything else at the moment still. I, I've pre-ordered, as I said, pre-ordered PlayStation 4. I have not pre-ordered a game. I don't know what game I'm going to get or play. That is slightly concerning. I mean, when yeah. we got the PlayStation in the office, I was like, ooh. And then I looked at it and I thought, hmm, might go back to Zelda. Yeah. There's I, a thrill I, from I, I, played, I played a bunch of Resogun. Hmm? But that, that's the problem. There is no killer games, I don't think, on either platform. No. But they'll, they'll come, though. They'll they come. will come. I'm they t- will like, come. Planet no, Side 2, I'm kind of interested in giving a go. But it does make you wonder, like, what are you going to buy now? Like, things like mm. uh, Destiny. 
Yes. I, I'm going to play the hell out of Destiny, but I yeah. don't know which platform I'm going to play it on. Because yeah. I don't know whether PSN will actually be good now. As I'm good as I'm, Xbox Live. Yeah, I'm kind of committing myself to, I think, PlayStation 4 is my primary console for next gen, but I don't... I can't see anything that I'm going to pick up in the near future, really. Okay. I just quite get excited by turning it on. <laughs> don't we all, dear? Hey. Uh, let us know what you think about the launch of the PS4, IGN underscore UK, feedback at IGN.com. Uh, and let us know, let us know which next-gen console you're going to go for and the, your reasons for it. Uh, we've had some great feedback this week, so do, uh, thanks if you have written in to us. Uh, David Wallstrom, I hope I'm pronouncing it uh, correctly, has written in from Exotic Sweden. Ooh. Sweden. Sweden. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Last week on the show, you presented a number of stories from your co-workers about unexplained incidents. Scary. Spirits in that sort of thing. I listened to this segment at work, and since I work nights at an old hotel, oh <laughs> this segment scared the shit out of me. I'm so, so sorry. Apologies for that. Now, I have some questions. I was wondering exactly how you think Microsoft reasoned when they decided to delay the launch of Xbox One in some regions like Sweden. I understand the idea behind the delays and that they want to supply a few regions at first, but Sweden is the country in Europe with the highest percentage of gamers to the number of citizens. Hmm. This quite frankly pissed me off a bit. It also gives the PS4 a huge head start in several regions. What do you think? I mean, do we know why they've decided to... It's just this? making sure that there is enough su- supply to meet demand. Right. Simple as that, I have no doubt. And then prioritising the, yeah, the countries yeah. that are stronger. And, and I'm sure that the you know the percentage of people in Sweden, the, the number of gamers is higher, but in terms of the actual sheer number of people that are going to buy it is higher in the other territories. Mm. I also reckon, as Keza says, yeah, like, you know, the, the market they've been dominant in have traditionally been the UK and the US, and right. they've been weaker in places like Spain, Sweden. When's it coming to Japan? Next year. Next year. That so, is coming next year. The fact that PlayStation is not coming to Japan next until next year just That's boggles my mind. Yeah, that really yeah. blew my mind. Well, yeah. there's no games that any Japanese person will want to play yet. Mm. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that the PS, the, the Japanese launch will bring, if not a wave of new games, a wave of new announcements at least of yeah. Japanese games that might be good. Well, there's meant to be new announcements in the offing for the release, right, as well? No. Which could be quite exciting. Mr. Wallstrom also has a second question. Can you, in just a couple of sentences, describe what you believe to be a typical Swede? Very, very good looking. Vegetable. Um, Brilliant. (laughs) Extremely good looking. uh, Probably blonde, but not necessarily. Has mm. Has enough money to pay for beers in Swedish bars, which is an awful lot of money. And has a very high standard of living afforded by Sweden's excellent social responsibility. That's my typical Swede. This is a party political broadcast. <laughs> 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 I will go back to my original answer. Yeah. Vegetable. Yeah. Vegetable. I love Scandinavia. It's like a paradise. Yeah. I love it there. Oh. Attractive and affordable. I don't know. That's kind of what, <laughs> what I've got. Swedes are attractive and affordable. Let's not open that door. Very right, very that. Let's just move Swedes on. Swedes are obviously high maintenance. I think that's yes. obvious. You don't get someone that rich and beautiful without them being high, high maintenance. Nobody's mentioned Volvo. No. Amazing. What's Volvo? Volvo. What? Volvo. What, like the car? Yeah. I thought that was British. What? All these years I've thought Volvo was a British car. Wow. McDonald's. Someone must have told Hot me that games, a joke. Not so much on cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally he just says he'd like to wish Tom good luck at his new job. Oh, oh, he appreciates it. Yeah. Get lost. <laughs> Get out of <laughs> Dead here. To us. Um, okay, so I have the next bit of feedback. Bit of feedback. Bit of feedback from Aaron Wallace from Orlando, Florida. Wow. Very nice. We're getting quite international today. international flavour. There we go. So what do you all think is the probability that Destiny will become the game that really launches into the next generation with originality? I remember the first time I played Halo on the original Xbox as well as Uncharted on the PS3 and I'd never experienced anything like it before. 
So what do we reckon? So basically the point is Destiny's going to be the first one. Do you want a percentage number? (laughs) I think he wants odds. Strong odds. I think he may be placing a bet or something. Mm. Titanfall. Titanfall, you reckon? It's not Titanfall, though. Titanfall doesn't have the persistence that Destiny does. I don't give a shit. It's the only game that I really want to play on next generation. (laughs) I want to play Titanfall a bunch, but I think Destiny will be... In terms of doing something that has never been done before, I think Destiny's there. I'm torn. My mech will tear the face off your Destiny. My mech will tear the face (laughs) off your mech. That's what will I'm, happen. I'm torn. It could be really good, but it could also, I think, be a horrible, horrible GTA Online situation. Wow, okay. Where it launches, there's issues, people lose patience with it because the console audience isn't used to having the patience of the PC audience when it comes to dodgy launches of things. So I don't know. It's my personal opinion. Luke, you're like the tepid water between the fire and ice of... I know how it's, <laughs> keep, it, keep it bland. If I was a colour, I'd be beige. Um, in fact, I am. So there we go. Um, also, he finishes off by saying, um, also, how would one send any of you Christmas gifts if we wish to do so? Send them to our office address. Donate them to charity. <laughs> or send them to our office address. Or send them to our office address and, make a sm- and we'll forward them to charity for you. Yeah. What? <laughs> is um, something that will definitely happen. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, do whatever you like, really. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet us. We've all got tweets. Yes. Tweet us a present. Yeah. Yeah, you could actually. You could tweet me an Amazon gift voucher if you like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Brilliant. I think it might be more of a personal touch than that. Oh, okay. okay. I've got wow. some feedback. Okay. It's from Luke. Not that Luke. Hey. Different Luke. Luke Peak. I've pre-ordered my PS4 well in advance and have my day one slot confirmed. My original plan was to wait until I get it and then buy the usual games like FIFA, Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed for next gen. Unfortunately, I was off ill for a couple of days earlier this month so I succumbed and bought FIFA via PSN as I'd heard lots of talks of being able to upgrade it for £10. But I'm now starting to panic as I've looked into it and can't find anything about upgrading FIFA to PS4 if purchased on PSN. Could you please let me know if I've wasted my money? And if so, what do you think about this ripoff? Alex and Stu, what are your thoughts on that? Well, the original offer I thought was retailer specific so I know that game is mm. doing that kind of stuff yeah. I don't know whether it applies to digital downloads or not I don't know oh, no. I know that Sony is mm. we don't know Luke Peak. we don't know We've it was retailer specific Sony has Sony does have a program that is its own for upgrading yeah, yeah. to next gen I know that but I don't know whether that's only applicable to certain games or anything. I don't think anybody's going to know until it actually starts happening exactly which games are going to be included and in which also, aren't. he probably paid a premium because he bought it on download as well. Yeah. So that's a double kick in the nuts. Oh. Sorry, Luke. We hope that that does Alec, actually Alec, turn out. So we can, can we get help? unlucky, please? Unlucky! <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, that's uh, that's with him. I know, exactly. That's Stuart's fault. <laughs> yeah, we do get some excellent feedback, so do keep your feedback coming. We've had one from Tom Smith, uh, who writes, Hello, um, Mr. Tom Smith, I would like to place an order of sliding mat from your company to Argentina. Kindly email me with the types you have and their prices, and also what type of credit cards do you accept for payment? Waiting for your prompt responses. Now, that's oh. interesting he sent that in, because we do have a wide variety of sliding mat for sale. <laughs> Takes all sorts, eh? <laughs> what kind of response is that spam aiming to solicit? Are they... I don't know. Because oh, like, it can't get anything. It's not like, oh, you send me a bank details and I'll send you what, three million pounds. But first of all, what are sliding mats? Are they the mats that you go down like slides on? Yeah, Remember, I think like, you, you put them on the grass and then you yeah. put a hose on them and you can slide. Oh, it's those. It's right, those. okay. Well, at least oh. that's what YouTube said. 
We're not That's what YouTube right. said. So there must be a company with a similar name to IGN that makes these sliding no, no, mats. No, no, I get spam like that all I get time. Spam like I get spam like that. I think what it is, it's like when you get rung by those PPI and it's automated. They don't expect you to go for it, but if you answer, they know it's a working number and they can sell it on. So right. I think it's just trying to elicit a response, in which case it can sell the email address to other people. I got some spam. This reminded wow. me when I read that. Luke Kamali. Up on spam. I was gonna, well, if you want to sell the email address, it's ign underscore uk feedback ign.com. Can I have £10, please? There it's you out, go. It's out there. there it is, it is out there. That reminded me of some spam I got a few years ago, the usual penis enlargement stuff that invited me to make <laughs> my own. I do, yeah. yeah. I, I think that their profiling. <laughs> <laughs> I think their profiling on me is a bit wrong. Yeah. Um, but it invited me to make my member badly preponderant than world, <laughs> oh. which I really enjoyed. That sounds a bit wow. sad. I don't forget the ones that are just wow. like disgust her with your giant oversized weapon it's like what is the target market for this I'm so confused also one that someone on Twitter said which was um, gain a three foot telescoping demon cock what? <laughs> giant telescoping well, demon a, a cock? Sub- a three foot telescoping demon cock. It was a subject line for one of his spam emails. Can we get people to write in with the best spam email they've had? I think that would be, that, that's got legs. That's Definitely. Good, let's, yeah. let's do that. So, yeah, if you Can I have a third one if you believe all these emails? <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> I tried. Um, okay, so the next piece of feedback is a real piece of feedback from Andrew Voak. And he says, what were your greatest hits and greatest uh, shits of this current generation? Which, by the way, I love as a thing. Um, my personal hits are probably the leaps forward in game now as characterization. As for the shits, for me, it's half-baked consumer-unfriendly DLC slash pre-order bonuses and the less-than-congenial online communities. So thank you for that, Andrew. Um, I think I'd probably agree with that, actually. Yeah. I think, for me, the shits is definitely, you know, last generation, you'd buy expansion packs. That was quite exciting. Now it's just like... DLC, DLC, DLC. I just think updates, full stop. Yeah. yeah. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Stop painful, it. painful. Um, we Shovelware. Yeah. That was really that was awful. Was awful. Yeah. So much crap. Yeah, I lazy, think some lazy the, ports, yeah. The hits of the last generation for me, uh, I think the Wii was extraordinary as a thing. Mm-hmm. I think it really blew, blew gaming open, which is cool. But unfortunately, most of the games for it that were by third parties were terrible. And I think that kind of mm. is weird. There's this weird thing that's happened with Nintendo where Nintendo now exists in its own little, I mean, it always did exist in its own world to an extent, but now Nintendo feels like ostracized from the rest of the games industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's really yeah. sad for me because I'm a big Nintendo fan. I, so mean, I wish that hadn't happened. I mean, that's, that's because it, they make it so hard for people to make any money on developing yeah, it. You I mean, have to put, do custom development for yeah, the platform. Yeah. And the install base, the platform is tiny. And it's Nintendo's like, licensing yeah. fees are huge as well. Right, there Although you the go. Wii, the Wii, the install base was huge. Yeah, no, of course, but no one bought any software yeah, yeah. because it's, it's the one shame. game that you really wanted to play with it came with it for free. Yeah. I think the the, the the trajectory of Nintendo over the past eight years has been very weird, and it's been hugely positive in that it's been massively successful and mm. the Wii was great. But it's also left with we're left now with the Wii U and the strange situation of Nintendo feeling like an anachronism. And that is yeah. sad. That's very sad. Something that I think actually he mentions pre-order bonuses, which I don't like as a thing. But I'd actually argue this generation has gotten a bit better for them because the old in the older generations it seemed to be pre-order a game you get this, pre-order a blockbuster you get this, lots of different things, and so you were never going to have the full experience. You were never going to get everything. That was still this generation. But it seems to have faded a bit because uh, they've all gone under. So it's Red kind Dead of like, Revolver, I think, had six different. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, yeah. Redemption, yeah. Or Revolver. Sorry, Redemption. Yeah. Had six different pre-order bonuses at six different regions. Yeah. See, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I just think, because you're not getting the full experience. I hated mm. that. But recently, it seems to have gotten better. It's just like pre-order in general. Probably because the only UK retailer left is pretty much game. Online just gaming so. is both a hit and a shit. Yes. Yeah. There are good and bads there. Mobile gaming. 
Not sure what I feel about that because I was I was very like popo not real gaming, but it is a bit like well actually. It's, it's part of the reason that gaming is slightly more mainstream and accepted, right? I've probably played more Candy Crush Saga this year than I've played any other game. I've lost my life to it. Wow. Sad but true. Yeah. Get out. Sad but true. <laughs> uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, 720p versus 1080p the as well. The resolution rumbles on. Uh, we had some more feedback about that, Alex. Scott Markey. I don't know if he's Scottish, but he sounds Scottish and his name's Markey. <laughs> uh, at the start of the year, I upgraded from a 720p TV to a 1080p TV. And to be honest, I didn't see much of a difference. All I noticed was that the picture looks slightly better. So he does think it's sad how people on the internet, including in the comments section of IGN, I don't know what you mean, are reacting <laughs> to this news. Uh, people seem to think that because a couple of launch game games won't run at 1080p, well, quite a lot of uh, launch games won't run at 1080p, the Xbox One can't do 1080p and, uh, uh, at all, despite Forza 5 being confirmed as 1080p. 1080p, well, 1080p. 1080p. Um, so these are launch games. Launch games never look as good as games do later in the console mm. cycle. I agree with that, but at the same point, it's supposed to be a next generation. Yeah, if we're yeah. still they getting the same a, resolution, what is the actual? What difference? is the point? Yes, and, and I think the point they're making as well is if maybe they can get over it and get to the stage. But what if this is kind of a PS3 issue where you know developers can easily port games from PC to PlayStation Four, yeah. no problem, keep it at max thing. Are they going to delay the game or are they just going to be like, fuck it, we can stick it at 720p now and get it out on the ship date? So that's the thing, right? PlayStation 3 suffered massively in the early days because it was an absolute bitch to develop for. Yeah. And maybe that's going to be the downfall with Xbox One, at least in the early days. Obviously, they've already talked about there's three different pieces of architecture in there to enable it to run stuff simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. And if devs are having a headache and, and struggling to get the most out of it, which was the whole selling point of for devs on Xbox 360... That's a problem. This thing, why are you going to spend an extra development time optimising for it if you can just get it out at 720p, if you can't figure it out, right, and you've got a deadline? Well, I I do think second wave of games, I'm pretty sure everything will run at 1080p. Mm. If it still doesn't, then I'll I'll say the question again, what is the point of upgrading? What's the point? Um, Nick Bogsworth uh, sent through an, an amazing email about uh, resolutions and pixels and stuff like that. I'll just praise it very quickly. I said there was a difference of about half a million uh, pixels, depending on whether you're going 1080 or 720. You he's, were wrong. Yeah, I was very wrong. He's, uh, he's worked it out for me. Uh, if you do 720 by 1280, it's 921,600 pixels. 1080 by 1920 or full HD is uh, 2,073,600 pixels. So it's 1.1 million pixels difference. Quite That's a lot. quite a That's lot. Quite a lot. Um, now, he also says, just one little bit I'll highlight, he says it costs a considerable amount of power to double the number of pixels being rendered. So the question has to be asked. What if we put a game on PS4 at 720p and spend all the power we save by not hitting 1080 on better lighting, textures, or anti-aliasing? That's quite interesting. That's an interesting I don't point. know what those words mean. Well, I guess if your TV, <laughs> if, your t- if you've got like a maybe a 40-inch TV or smaller, then I don't think you're really going to take much of a hit watching a game or playing a game in 720. Yeah, <clears throat> but you but, really notice the difference in like stuff that's upscale, just Blu-rays. I really yeah. notice the difference. Yes. Yeah. And I've got 40 inch telly. Mm. I think it is one of the things you play enough next gen when you go back, that's when you're going to notice it. Yeah. I might do something with Nick's email because it is quite interesting. It would lend yeah. itself to, to video. being but, done a video but, or something like that just to explain the difference. It, it, I guess it all depends on, you know, how much of an impact can the other stuff make? I don't yeah. know because I'm not a developer, so I don't know how much power that would free up. Probably quite a lot by the sounds of it. Mm. But is that what's lacking elsewhere? 
I don't know. I, I, I also think over time, people get better with squeezing stuff out. You look, yeah. I think that's the issue, right? If you look at what is happening on current gen right now, like what they've done with GTA versus yeah. what they've done with first generation next gen, there's not a lot in it, really. We've just got to learn to be patient. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Last bit of feedback, I think, Kez. I have some feedback from Brian Burke in Washington, USA. Wow. They're yeah. everywhere today. Last week, you discussed superhero movies and genre fatigue. I think comics like video games are things that were almost once almost exclusively popular with young people, but are now becoming mainstream, and for that reason, they'll continue for a long time. The genre may be at a high point. Audiences may tire of certain characters, but I don't think we'll see them come to an end. As for a sci-fi resurgence brought on by Star Wars, I think the audiences of two genres are largely the same, and the popularity of one will benefit the other. That's a good point about... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a sort of cultural bleed of like young youth culture becoming culture, yeah. like mainstream culture. Yeah. Comics definitely happened, I think, yeah. already. Yeah. I think it's happening with games <clears throat> now, yeah. It's happening with games too. You know, the, the people who grew up playing video games are now in positions of power, you know, because they're 40 or 45. Yeah, yeah. Give it another 10 years and it's going to be a bigger deal, I think. Mm. He also says... Um, about on the on the question of resolutions, I think it's unusual that not every next gen game will display in 1080p. The difference is likely to be negligible. He says it won't affect my choice. The internet thinks it's a big deal, but the bigger deal is game libraries. Good point. True. Yeah. Good point. True. I mean, I, I find the resolution debate very strange because I just I just don't care. I don't care. No, I really well, I don't care. If you were playing you... a game and you noticed the difference, yeah, you'd be like, uh. But if you don't, then yeah. Yeah, I think oh. partly it's because I just have really bad eyes. Well, yeah, so I can't, I can't see very well anyway. And a so. fourteen-inch CRT TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is an issue. But I mean, I've been playing on. Um, I, I grew up with Nintendo games on the N sixty four that looked like horrendous, and I think that I learned to appreciate the other things about the games. And therefore, even when something's visually impressive now, after a while, you stop noticing that it's pretty, don't you? Yeah, yeah. but I don't think you ever stop noticing <clears throat> that it looks shit. That's yeah. true. I, I will say Skyward Sword, having played a bunch of HD games for years and then going back to Skyward Sword on the Wii, it was like, oh, no, no, mm, don't yeah, like it. Yeah. Is that it for feedback? That is it. I believe, I believe that's all. Yeah. Well Thank you if you have written in. Uh, apologies if we didn't read your email. You never know. We might read it next week or we might have used it for toilet paper. Um, IGN <laughs> underscore UK feedback at IGN.com if you'd like to get in touch with us or hit us up on Twits or the Facebookses as well. Slash IGN UK. Boom. And do remember, Stuart does print off every single email, whether to use as toilet paper or to read out on the show. Absolutely. Sometimes he just uses the screen of his paper. phone. And then sometimes I just go out and burn down trees for the hell of it. You've got terrible not. paper cuts on your anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, oh, Whoa. Oh. Just the sound of four people clenching. It's like watching uh, yeah. like the webbing of your fingers. I've always imagined that would be quite bad for paper cuts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. you got webbed oh, fingers. I've said too much. <laughs> All right, stuff that's coming out this week. Let's start with games. Lego Marvel is out this week. Woo! That's exciting. Been out for not ages. On Xbox One, it's not, coming out, it's not coming out with launch on the Xbox One. So no. if you're holding out for Xbox One... You won't get like a Marvel. That's Creeper's launch game of choice for PlayStation 4. Yeah. Maybe I'll get it then as well. Mine is Assassin's Creed. It's supposed to be very good. Trust uh, him more than me. Also, our XCOM Enemy Within, which yes. scored highly on IGN. Gonna and then play also the hell out of that. Deadfall Adventures. What's that? It's like an Indiana Jones action game of some variety. Okay. But I, I don't play it. I don't, I, I don't, I haven't played I don't it. I don't play know it. I don't play it. I don't play it. I don't know anyone who's played How it is what that was trying to be. Right. What was that? Sorry. Was I trying to mock my Scottish accent? I barely had. It wasn't trying, Kaza. It was very successful. Oh, good. That's good was to know. It? What yeah. films are out? Uh, the Counselor, Ridley Scott's, Sir Ridley Scott's latest film with an amazing cast, including Javier Bardem and Brad Pitt and Cameron Diaz and people like that. Loads of famous Loads people. Loads of famous people. It's apparently uh, quite nihilistic. It's Cormac McCarthy script. Oh, I love Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, so it's it's not going to be 
a particularly happy, pleasant, or jolly experience. No, he worked so, to road. Uh, but, you know, it might be quite good. Uh, the Butler is also out, which is a film about Tom That's Butler. ironic. Yay! Yes. <laughs> about him Tom, leaving Tom's IGN time. UK. Uh, the, the Butler is a film about uh, this uh, guy who ha- uh, was the butler to eight different American presidents. Wow. Um, oh, is it, um, and it's all about... Cuba Gooding Jr., isn't it? No, it's, it? the, it's the other fella. Oh, yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, that's, that's it. it. Um, and it's... <laughs> the, the very first frame of the film says inspired by true events oh there we go oh, oh, game yeah, over leave yeah, there you go uh, Dom Heming- Hemingway is out as well I don't know much about that uh, I do know about Don John though you've seen Don John as well I believe like, I haven't right? seen you Don John but it? I know a lot about it I've seen a lot of Geordie Shaw, uh, Jersey Shore which leads me to believe it's yeah, very similar, similar kind of thing Don Johnson also, also out this week uh, if only that would be amazing and In Fear which is a Don low Johnny? budget British horror which Tilly's seen he says it's, it's really good it's limited release though isn't it yeah. so you have to seek it out if you want to yeah. find it yeah. but do that seek it out go on Go on, off you go. Go see that. Go see Do it right now because we've had enough of this and we're all going to go. Yeah. Uh, so we will see you next week for the next podcast. Until then, uh, stay safe, have a lovely week, and we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.